Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Small Seed Big Impact Podcast. We hope these episodes plant seeds that inspire big impacts in your life. Shane and I are your hosts. Don't hesitate to reach out to us on social media and let us know what you thought of this week's episode. All right, y'all, enjoy. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode. We really suck. It's raining. It's raining again. Last time it was raining, too. It always rains when we do things together. It's awful. Every time I go to the kitchen with Shane, it rains. It's a curse. At, when we got married, it rained. At our at our uh, party, like our wedding party, it rained. I know. Ooh, your eye. I know. Popped a blood vessel in your eye. Yep, flying. Flying's not good for you. Why? I don't know. Actually, I'm pretty sure I did. I was sleeping last night. <laughs> <laughs> it's called stress. <laughs> You're really stressed out. Yep. Alright guys, today we are going to be talking about... Today's Monday, by the way. Today. The Monday it will be uploaded. <laughs> because I was gone all weekend and we didn't record shit, and last night I did not feel it. Actually, I don't really know if I feel it today, but... But we're doing it because we committed. Right. We're disciplined. This is called commitment. Yeah. Getting it done at 2 o'clock, posting it... Oh, getting it done at 3 o'clock, posting <laughs> it at Starting it at 3 o'clock. o'clock. Start finishing around 4 <laughs> But this is called Don't Be a Bitch and Just Get Shit Done, yeah. which is probably one of the like, top 10 keys to life. Explain. Don't be a bitch don't and get shit bitch. done. That, one, that doesn't need explanation. <laughs> That's really easy. The reason that nothing gets done is because people like let their emotions or like let their thoughts or like let excuses get into the way or like who their beliefs of who they think they are. But if you just don't be a little whiny bitch, you can do whatever you want. True, true, true. And if no one puts that on IG, fuck you all, you're not my friends. If no one what? Someone should definitely quote that and put that on IG. <laughs> By somebody, I mean all of you. Don't Shane be a bitch and get it. shit done. <laughs> Period. Shane McKinnon. I feel like everybody says that. I don't care. Nah. I'm it's just it right you. Now. You say, don't be a bitch. And get shit done. Yep. Yeah. People say get shit done. That's what I'm saying. You say the don't be a bitch part. Yeah, because that's the why you wouldn't the get shit done. The main part. Right. No, but today we're going to be kind of talking about, like, why your failures are important and just, like, why it's important to understand your thoughts and your feelings and different things like that. So, why is it important to fail? To learn. To learn. I think that's the most important part. Like, you don't really learn when things happen well. Like, because then you get comfortable and then you just, like, coast. But you don't actually grow. Yeah. So, Growth is definitely in the failure aspect of it, like in the grind of trying to figure out how to make things work. Right. If everything's easy, why would you like ever evolve? Why are people afraid of failure, though? Uh, probably ego. Definitely ego. Uh, yeah, I think people are afraid to look stupid, more or less. Yeah, I think that the reason why people are, are afraid of failure is because they're thinking about what other people will think of them if they fail. So right. they're really just worried about like what the outside world will proceed as failure but ultimately literally every successful person that has ever come in all of time has had failures before they've hit their like major success yeah and even when sometimes they are successful they're still hitting failures or maybe like for example like someone who owns a company like they may you know have a bunch of failures stepping stones stepping stones and then they get to that place they're successful and then in that company they make one bad like decision or something and they fail right. even though they're but still winning they're, exactly. still, they're failing at small things like exactly. that, that only they probably know about 
Exactly. Or maybe they hit like a bigger goal objective and they're they hit like seventy percent of it. And externally, everyone thinks like, "Oh, you're doing amazing," but they're like, "Fuck, I still have thirty percent. I should have done." Yeah, I think that that happens a lot more than not. That's me in the gym every day. <laughs> Pissed off because I'm failing. Just only why? Because my expectations are really, a little bit. Oh yeah. Because yeah. my expectations are really high. Like what I demand for myself is really high. I was gonna say, is it because you believe you can do better? Well, it's because I know I can. Because you have done better, or just because you think like you're. Both. Even when I haven't done more, I still think I should do it. That you can do more? Yes. Why? Where does that self-confidence come from? It doesn't. That's from insecurity. <laughs> that's super easy. That's not confident. That's the well, opposite. Well, that would be confident. That's, if you that's believe to gain that you, If you believe that you can do more, that's technically that you're confident in yourself. I mean, yes and no. It's like a double-edged sword. Why? Because it's like, because I think it stems from a darker place. Because of, because essentially what you're saying is that you the believe you I can do, do more, more and you want to do more is right. because you are ultimately insecure yes. in what only, you are doing only, at this point in time. Yeah, I only believe I can do more because I need to do more to be better. And I refuse not to be the best. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Another <laughs> anyway, so no, like I don't actually know if it's like confidence per se. It's the lack of confidence that drives me. Yeah. But anyway, I'm I'm just weird. That's why. <laughs> I was gonna say because I feel like it would be the opposite. For right. most people's lack of confidence or insecurities would actually hold them down. I know, but it drives me. It makes me angry. How do you use that? Mm, I mean, just I think that's like fortitude. That's like like sheer willpower. Like I think most people when they feel bad about themselves, they just buckle, and I just refuse to. Like when I feel bad about myself, it just makes me want to do more so I can think I'll feel better about myself, even though that never happens. <laughs> <laughs> but for somehow it just keeps pushing me to get, keep going. Do you ever think that you'll be no. happy with where you are? No way. You have, like, no goal that you're like, once I reach this, I'll be happy, and then I'll have other They're goals. They're all micro goals. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So but, you do. You know me. They never make me happy when I get them. <laughs> it's like, as soon as I hit them, it's the instant the next goal. I know. I don't, I don't bask Shane in doesn't any relish satisfaction. In his, <laughs> in his successes. Which is like, and like so many successful people say that's how you get burnt out, but I'm like, I don't know if it'll ever burn me out. Well, I feel like as they get bigger and bigger, they might. Like, you may relish more in like them. when I'm 40? Huh? Like, when I'm 40. Or just, like, the bigger the success or the bigger the goal, you yeah, know? But then the goal gets bigger. I know, but I'm saying, like, those it's bigger ones may. Because if, like, there's small increments, like, throughout, you know, your week, I'm your ha- day, I like, your year, I'll get, like, life. happy in the, like, I'm like, finally. But then it's like, next. This is weird. <laughs> Maybe it lasts, like, 3.9 seconds. Wow. Like most things in life. <laughs> Anyway, we're getting off topic. Good one! Okay, back to this, though. (laughs) What can can we learn from our failures? Everything. You figure out who you are the most, I think. What's, like, give me one example of, like, a time that you failed that ultimately you've learned from. Oh, God. We didn't prep for this. Putting you on the spot. I know, this this is tough. No, I don't know. I'm not. It's too embarrassing. It's like, failures are embarrassing. You never want to talk about them. They are embarrassing, but like you were just saying, it's what builds character, what builds you up. It's actually like ultimately what brings you to your success. So I remember, I, it's, I remember one time when I failed getting all the orders out for my old job and I had to call the owner. owner. It was like, the truck's leaving, couldn't get anything else out. I literally cried. And I never cry, but I'll cry if I fail. Fucking, I hate failing so much. Super side note. Like, one of those successful people I was like, do you love winning or do you hate failing? I hate failing. <laughs> like, it's my ultimate driver. I hate it so much. I don't know how people love to win. 
It's a weird thing. But you hate failing even though failing is where you learn most. Yes, but I hate to fail. Oh, yeah, to actually fail. I hate to, like, but then, to fail But completely. then, at the end of the day, your failures... Yeah, they're useful. ...turn but into something that you can then Still use. Still hate them, of course. I mean, that's, like, everything. Like, most people hate any almost everything. It's rare for people, like, to love the actual work. Anyway. I feel like you can look back on it, though, and be like, I'm yes, super... But, like, but of course, while you're you going through it, it, yeah. But, yeah. like, you can look back on it and be like, I'm super thankful... That that happened to me because, like, now I can prepare better for the next time that I may be in a similar situation. Of course. That, that makes you more valuable as a person. Yes. Sorry. Just knocked your phone off. Anyway. <laughs> back to the one time I failed. Okay, yeah. Um, and, it, and this is weird because I used to be an extreme workaholic. But I remember all orders go out Tuesday or go out Wednesday. And it was Tuesday night. And, like... My team just kept, my team was like, no, we're good. And, like, usually I'd fucking stay all night if I, like, really needed to. And my team was, like, fully convinced that we had it, like, uh, in the product they were making. And I never really necessarily made the product. I just handled it to ship it out and, like, oversee the production. But I had to really rely on, like, my team when it actually came to that aspect. And so when I failed on Wednesday, my I just was, like, my biggest lesson was to make sure... To cover every single base. I guess. What does that mean? Don't trust your team. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say that out loud. But no. Like, eventually I, I got much better yeah, players. Yeah, yeah. In the, or or so maybe, like, to pick the proper team. Because that was, like, when I still had, like, the old team mixed with the new team I was bringing on. Eventually I fired everyone for the old team. Yeah, Because I was they say, all fucking sucked. Well, how do you find a good team? Like, what, are, like, what are qualities that you look for? What are important... Is there, like... Two or I'll, three things that you look for in each person, or that every good I'll team member has. The number, the number one thing. So, side note: I've been when I ran my other company, I went through about 150 people hiring and firing to find 20 really fucking good ones, just so people have a reference. So I do have moderate experience with like hiring and firing, and and this is not this is people that I hired, not interviews. For every hire, there's probably four or yeah, five yeah, yeah. interviews. Um. I think the number one quality, and it's it's loyalty, but it's not loyalty to like me. It's loyalty to like their work, Would or be, loyalty to like the greater cause, aka the company. But that's their work, like being like, uh, it'd kind of be like having passion in what you're doing, like having it like people who uh, embody work as their identity. Yeah, I think is like actually the number one character that I have found to be proven to like rise above everything else that goes above that even goes past your work ethic like even if you take twice as long if I know no matter what you're going to get it done I'll I'll keep you versus the person who's faster no the person who's like faster reliable, because they're reliable right because they're reliable yeah yeah that makes sense but it's loyalty is probably the word do you also think it would be like loyalty to the team? Yeah, it's like, like they're not the looking company, out for themselves. Like they're like looking out for the team. Like for example, that night you said that you left. Right. Like the team would have stayed if they were like all loyal to the company and loyal to each other. They all would have stayed together to get it done. Yeah, it was just one person who was oh. actually in charge of the kitchen at that time who said that we were good, and he did not make it past much, <laughs> many more weeks after that. <laughs> FYI, that was that was February. And he left March, so oh. don't lie to me. 
Oh, <laughs> the end. No. So you better not be making me look bad <laughs> from the bumps. Um, but yeah, it's like all the people that have risen to like the top when I left are all people who have been loyal to the actual company, and not just like their team. Even even their like team players. Like most most like lower level people are loyal to themselves, but like. The, out, the people who are even lower than their bosses, if the bosses were fucking up, they'd come tell me. Because they know it's going to fuck up the brand. Yeah, yeah. Or fuck, fuck them up. It's going to make them right. look bad yeah. if the bosses Everyone looks up. bad. Yeah, so. yeah. And that's hard to do. People never want to do that. That's scary. Because then, like, because the boss... Like, I was actually, come back I was, like, them. a really good boss, so that never, like, people really trusted me. But, like, that could ruin their whole career. Like, another boss could think they're a snitch. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, another boss could, like, tell their boss and their boss put down on them. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's it's dangerous. It's I understand why most companies suck. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, okay, I want to get back to you. Huh? What about you? That was just one time that that's like one time that always hits me because it was my real big first failure post prison. Yeah. And the second one would be the fact that I'm like four hundred grand in debt right now. <laughs> but that's the like that was to serve a bigger cause. That wasn't really like necessarily failing. That's per just se. like a weird place in life right but that was that was my second biggest one but my first biggest one because it was my first one it like yeah it was it my like, first one of having you. like a real role of responsibility and like it's it's really like letting people down that probably hurts me the most i'm nice. like i failed the owner of that company yeah, yeah. but whatever mm, i'm trying to think of a time that like i've learned from failure mm. i mean it's every day yeah but i'm just i was trying to think of a big one yeah I feel like I'm thinking of two. <laughs> one in work, but one in school. One in school was when I, like, basically failed my, um, what class was that? The one that I had to take during summer school. You failed a class? Yeah. I don't remember. Well, no, I was, like, about to fail if I didn't drop you out. Dropped right? it. Yeah, I dropped it. Was it ethics? And no. It was, cal- it was freaking calculus. That's what it was. It was calculus. Oh, yeah. And that was just, like, ugh, I used to find, like, my pride in school, because, like, I feel like, unfortunately, that's what college just makes you be like, because school is the most important thing ever. That's just school <laughs> like, in general. Like, you deserve, like, if I'm not doing the, like, this is how I was at least. Like, I was like, if I'm not doing the best, like, I'm not doing enough. Like, mm. and so. That's because they <laughs> teach you, like, eight. They think, like, your 4.0 GPA gets you a job. Yeah, yeah. But Which that, it doesn't. That no one actually ever, has nothing to do with Literally, no one ever asks you what your GPA was. So it doesn't matter if you're fucking coasting, getting all C's, or if you're getting all A's. Right. No one gives a fuck at the end of the day. Go to like, a school that curbs everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, but that was like a pretty like sad moment in life. But I feel like it was an important moment because I I did like take the responsibility to have to take my summer class, and during that summertime was like when my it was one our first summer in California together, mm-hmm. and that course was happening like when my best friends were coming out, and I had to be like, have fun, take my car, go around and like see California while I like literally sit at home and like slit my wrist because this class (laughs) sucks. But a positive note from that, I did meet one of my best friends there. So, and she, she's she was in my wedding. So that was a good, and that came out of it. And also it taught me to like, really be responsible for like if I'm knowing if I know and I'm understanding that like I'm not doing well to not just be like oh on the next test I'll do better next time I'll do better to be like the minute I realize like I actually have no idea what's going on I literally feel like I'm in a Chinese class and they're speaking Chinese go to the go to the professor right away and be like I need help (laughs) so tell you to be less dependent I mean independent well it taught me to like recognize my weaknesses Mm, to, you know like recognize like when I'm not like 
nothing about whatever like I was doing was working, so I needed to like reach out for help. I think that's every failure. Like same thing with mine. My weakness was like I had a weak team. Yeah. I had weak players in my team. My whole team was not weak. And you like recognize the weakness. Yeah. I think that is I, after well, that turning point when my team got really good. Yeah, I was gonna say because I mean technically every failure, no matter what it is, you're something. learning. Yeah. yeah. You're learning like that was a mistake that I made. How could I not make that mistake next time? Mm. Move forward with it. All right. What's your work one? Uh, <laughs> uh, if you don't have one, it's okay. No, I do. Well, I was thinking this one's. I was thinking of. <laughs> I might take this out. <laughs> with when I worked for my so my first internship I had. Um, I used to, like, write blogs for her. Oh. And, do you know what I'm about to say? Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. fine. I used to write blogs for her. This is, like, what I got paid to do, which I am not a writer, guys. Like, I don't even know how I got this internship and even got, like, paid to do this, but I wrote a blog, took a picture off Google, <laughs> which is illegal, by the way. You obviously can't do that. It's only illegal for, like, massive brands. Like, no one's gonna fucking fuck up small brand. Okay, but someone did. I don't That's believe that. She didn't prove it. I don't believe it. I think she was just trying to talk shit to you. Why would she? Like, why? Because we had a good relationship. It was like, after that, we did not have a good relationship. Because I feel like, no, I just don't think that ever happened. So basically, I took a picture off of Google and put it on the, posted it on the website. Like, what were the With, odds? What no, the yeah, odds it was very weird. It was a picture of a lemon. Yeah. I, I, feel like, remember. I feel like she was just like, maybe like, need, maybe she was like having, like going through like a rough time and needed like an outlet and you became her outlet. I don't feel like anyone reported your fucking lemon picture. <laughs> she was like, they're trying to um, like sue take you. me to court and yeah. sue me for like this much money. I was like, oh my god. For a lemon picture. But yeah, for a picture of lemons in a bowl. So there's that. Um, what did I learn from that? Fucking do your, do your research. That was like just me being lazy. Like don't be lazy. Like mm-hmm. if you're like I needed, to, I should have taken a picture on my own. Right. And I was just being lazy and was like, oh, I need to like post this real fast. So I just like literally went to Google. But there are also so many websites that you, that you can use free photos. So I should have oh, like been cool. more educated on that and been like, okay, I can go to Unsplash mm-hmm. and I can get my photo there. It's good for small to now. Yeah. No, that's why I like did learn that from that experience. So that was like kind of an embarrassing experience. But I mean, you yeah, you've grown a lot. Is since that then. technically? I was actually just thinking about your personality back then for your first internship. That was five years ago. Yeah. I was way more timid, like, not really, like... You're also just... You seemed... You were more young. What do you mean? Like, I was young. I was No, I know. You were literally young. But <laughs> I meant, like... But I meant, like, you were young, like, in mind, too. Can't explain it any better than that. Okay. No. Like, my work ethic was young? No, just you in general. Oh. Like, you were still very 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I met you, you were, like, a real 20. What's that mean? Like, when I was 20, I was never 20. I exp- I don't know what that means. Like, I still, like, partied and stuff? That's what you mean? Yeah, you just enjoyed life a lot. Yeah. It wasn't just partying. It was just, like, your whole demeanor. You're like, life's silly. It's great. There's no pressure. Yeah. Like, blah, blah, then blah. Then I was like, I live uh, forever. this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, life sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta pay bills and shit. I gotta get a job. Like, damn. Well, you don't. Now you own a job. Yeah, which is even more <laughs> so difficult. <much> <laughs> like, anyway. just gotten a job. <laughs> Just kidding. Why is it important to have people around you that call you on your bullshit? I always feel like these podcasts are just you questioning you with questions. Like, like I'm always the person being interviewed, which is fine because I think I don't. I mean, like you have a lot of input too. That's why I always think I'm like maybe I actually have more quote unquote like experience on books. But I'm like you always you. I feel like I need to make a list of questions and just 
interview, interview <laughs> you some of these times. That's why I was trying to like ask you the question back. So people aren't just like, wow, Shane's a dick taking over your podcast. No, this is our podcast, first of all. That's, and they are. That's they're questions. Podcast. Well, they're questions for both of us. Holly's. But I just like to ask you first. I like to get your <laughs> you like first, to Because then I can the think about my answer. <laughs> I just want you to be embarrassed. I can look great and shine. This is my relationship, by the way, guys. FYI. Are you guys... Okay, guys. This is a serious question. Are you someone who likes to know questions before you're asked? Or... So you can, like... Um, cultivate like a good solid answer or would you rather get like drilled on the spot Do, are you like someone who's better on the spot if I'm a person who wants to hear questions to answers I don't ever want anyone to be prepared so if you're if if I'm interviewing you you don't want to see my questions no that if I have I'm for you? interviewing you I don't want you to see the yeah, questions yeah, that's what I'm saying. because I want them to be genuine yeah like I don't want you to have time to think about answers because then I feel like they're too calculated they're not genuinely real like, they're the ones that you have thought and, like, changed to put together. Yeah. But do you feel like sometimes, like, conversations are better when you know, like, what you're going to be talking about? I mean, like? they probably flow better for, like, a podcast. <laughs> but they're definitely not as real, I would say. They're not as genuine. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, like there's just so much in response and, like, the way you elevate your voice and lower it and just, like, maybe your delay in answering that tells you, like, more, oh, yeah. also, more well, than I do feel itself. like, not only that, but I was going to say, like, typically, <clears throat> if I just, if you don't know a question I'm going to ask you and I just ask it to you, there's something that pops into your mind. Like, there's some, there's, right, like, the a thought. single thing right. that pops into your mind at first, and that's typically, like, you don't have enough time to process, like, oh, what's, like, a better one, or what's yeah, something yeah. that's, like, less, like, embarrassing, what, or something like right, that. It's, like, the first thing that pops into your mind, and that's the one you have to say, because you can't just, like, sit and be like, hmm, great right. question. Let me think about that five minutes past. Okay, here's my answer. Like, yeah. you have to say it right you away. Got it, boom. Yeah. But, Which yeah, most like people a... want to hide a little bit, so they don't use their first initial one. I know. But that one's the best one. It's, it's true. Even if it's so stupid, it's the best one, because it's the one that means most to them, and they're the other one being interviewed. Yeah. I was asking that, because we're going to be having guests on soon, and I was trying to decide. More guests. We already had guests. More, yeah, more guests. And, um, I was trying to decide if I should send them their, like, the outline of questions I'm going to do. I think you should ask for, Yeah. If they want to see I think everyone will say yes, though. Me too. That's the but thing. So the is real it... G's will say no. <laughs> just saying. When someone's like, no, you just hit me on the spot. And then we're going to be like. I know for a fact I would be like, yes, please. <laughs> me too. I like being prepared. Yeah, what the hell? I'm oh, like, who's apparently I'm not no? a real G. That's what I'm saying. The one who says that, they're the winner. That would be the best podcast ever. Watch. Well, the best like, guest, no, guest podcast yeah. ever. <laughs> best guest podcast. Let's not get it. Let's not yeah, get yeah. crazy. We got better ones. I'm way better. That's why. Sucker. Anyway. <laughs> accountability is is important. Um, that's why I like tell it. That's why I like, I, I talk to so many people and they're like, I'm just not going to like talk about my goals like publicly. Why? Well, one, because they're afraid to fail. Oh. That's why. But, um, but, like, but putting yourself out there, like, it gives you, like, an edge that you need to get shit done. Like, like when we first started recording, we said, no matter what, we're going to drop them every Tuesday for, unless it's, like, a holiday or, yeah, like, yeah, a yeah. old birthday. We said, we'll drop them every Tuesday for, like, a year or whatever we said. And, look, fucking Monday, I had to leave the kitchen, come back here. Some of you might not get orders. <laughs> because no matter what Tuesday but we told our entire universe that Tuesday's podcast day yeah 
Ooh, that kind of connects back into like manifesting. I feel like you need to speak things out loud. Why would I don't I like I don't know if I know anyone Every, who wouldn't talk about their everything like goals out loud. Maybe every, I just like, everything big that happens to me is shit I always talk about. Oh, yeah. It's not even just speaking out loud; it's repetitive. Yeah, yeah. Like you have to talk about it daily, multiple multiple times a day. Like you need to like it needs to be in the forefront of your mind, and you always need to be attracting it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It'd be odd that someone wouldn't. You'll want never to talk make anything in your fucking mind. No, because you're also afraid. No, and like you were is. just saying, accountability. No one's gonna hold you accountable. No one's gonna be checking up on you. And also, right. no one's gonna be like, if I tell you, like, oh, I really want to do like a makeup line or something, and I happen to tell you, you happen to tell someone else who knows someone who works in a lab, who like things like that. It's like, how are you oh, ever gonna is, get connected? How really are you cool. ever gonna get like a network that's gonna help you reach your goal? Because you're not gonna reach that goal on your own. Like, sorry guys, you do need people. You need a team. You do need help, like... Right. You need reaching. Yeah, like, you need... Yeah. Like, you'll be the ultimate person who determines whether or not your goal gets reached or not, but, like, you're not going to be doing it thinking, like, hiding behind your computer and being like, I need to do this all on my own. Like, no, we need to reach out. We need to make those connections. We need to ask people for help where they are, like, where their goal set is better than ours, yeah. different things like that. It's like, if you're not going to talk about it, it's not happening. No, Just the, people, the people who don't talk about it aren't committed. Or, yeah, they're not committed not, yet. They're not, yes. but Until they talk about it. They're not committed. But they're not, yeah. Like, <laughs> or I think they don't really want it. Yes. Because if like you really, yeah, if you really it wanted it, you would be like talking, talking, talking about it. Yeah. And just because you talk about something, if you say like, I want to start my own business or like, I That's make. That's No, enough. yeah. I was going to say, I was going to say something more specific. If you say, I want to start my own protein bar business, but it takes you, but you're doing a bunch of other stuff and it takes you five years, like regardless that whole time in the background, you are, whether you consciously are aware of it or not, you're working and stepping towards that ultimate goal that you know you want to achieve. Yeah, that's true. But I feel like it's important to have people who call you on your bullshit around you, which is why it's so great to have you around versus everyone who agrees with you. Because if people agree with you, that's never challenging you. You're never growing. You're never, like, hearing two sides. Some Someone's not telling you, like, hey, you're actually wrong. Or, like, why don't you think about it this way so that you can think about, like, the other side of the coin versus just being like, yes, this is the right way. And then being mad at everyone when like you fail and nobody told you, you know, I feel like you need to have people who like give you the other side or tell you like, if you're being ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I think you need unbiased people. Like, I don't really care if you succeed or not. That's up to you. But I'm going to like, you need just people who are willing to be open enough and like give you back multiple angles of truth. Or do you think of people who aren't scared of your reaction to them? Because sometimes, like, people... If someone's call, if I'm calling you on your bullshit, sometimes, like, you might... Your immediate response may be, like, defense mechanism. It might you know? also be how you deliver it. True. How you deliver Delivery's it, too. Delivery's a big, delivery's yeah. big impact. That's definitely it. Yeah. But just not... Like, having people around you, like... Do you think it's important to have people that just always agree with you? Or do you think it's important to have people... I hate when people agree with me. I actually hate, I hate when people agree with me and I hate when people motivate me. It fucking pisses motivate me off. Motivate you? Yeah. Like, hey, you got this, you can do it. Oh, I'm like, shut oh. the fuck up. Like, you're not helping me do anything at all. Really? Like, Even in gym when I'm like, you got it, go, that's, go. That's different. A little bit different. <laughs> well, I still hate it. Tell me I'm going to drop this on my no, face. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> if it's like my last rep, if it's like my last, like, if it's my last, like, rep or two, like, that's different. Like, that's, like, that's more, like, in the moment, like, creating, like, the vibrant energy. Yeah. I meant, like, when I'm, like, I'm going to my photo shoot, and everyone's, like, you're going to kill it. You're doing... I'm, like, thanks. <laughs> that just shit does not drive me. 
would like, you rather people tell you? I'd rather be like, your body better be on point. Uh, uh, uh. Golden's really good. He only works with pros. That's what I would have been like. You're like, you're right. I'm, I'm like, I don't that's know. right. My body is good. It doesn't feel like negative stuff like doesn't, it just pushes no, me. No, it's not negative. That's just like. Like hardcore. I need like, yeah, yeah. I need like, I'm uh, I'm like, need like very extreme pressure. Pressure helps me. But anyway. Pressure builds down. I like, I like people who force me to think differently. And that's what having those people do. Even people who like completely don't agree with you and don't support you at all. They help, they help you A, see things from a totally different angle. But they also B, help you reassure what you already know inside yourself. Because when you have to like validate and explain yourself, you, you just secure it more internally. Like I think that's what I'm really good at personally. When people come to me with their problems or a problem, I'm good at playing out like multiple ways that it can unfold. But not only that, like you yourself, like if, if like there's something that you strongly believe in and someone like comes up and is like, Hey, well, I strongly believe in the opposite. Is it important for you to be open to their side of like them speaking about whatever the opposite is? Yes. Basically like debating. Right. Well, that goes to what I was saying about reassuring your own truths. And if you can't reassure yourself, maybe you need to be more open-minded to other truths. Yeah. Because I feel like, well, I feel like... How else do you learn? Huh? How else would you learn? Like, if I always thought one way and never was receptive to anything else, I would never, like, literally never grow. Well, I feel like people often don't, either one, like, completely just shut off if someone starts talking about, like, whatever, if it goes against what they believe in, or two, they're not willing to, like, seek out the other side to ensure that their, whatever, like, they believe in is correct or, like, valid to them. That might be, like, an ego thing, too. It's just most people are fucking fragile. Because, like, I feel like people just, like, someone will say something opposite and instantly they're in, like, defense mode. They're no, like, no, it's not true. Not You're true. wrong. Right. Yeah, like, like, this is why it's wrong. I'm like, you don't that. But they're, like, that. literally giving you, like, no facts about, yeah. like, why their side's right. If you, like, give yeah. them a fact that's, like, unbreakable, those, you're like, those this are just is the, the robots. Fact. Those are the people who have been, like, taught by somebody else and they just, like, they believe it's too true, but they don't actually know it's true. Yeah. Within, like, themselves. That's like, I just gotta go on this tangent real quick because it was killing me today. Go! The Game Changers. Like, ever since this Game Changers documentary <clears throat> came out, one, this guy is fucking disturbing the, like, James whole... Cameron. Yeah, whoever, yeah. Who, like, the guy who did it, like... That's who did it? That's... Right? I don't know. Yeah. The one who made Avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. shit. I didn't realize that. He's been I like, 25, 30 years or Damn, I did like not that. realize that. Yeah, I think... And if I'm wrong... Shut the Sorry, fuck guys. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure it is because I remember when I was like looking way more into it because I really wanted to be in it. <laughs> I it applied. I applied. No, they didn't have an application, but whatever. It's fine. Well, um, but yeah, it's James Cameron. No, but like it's like literally like disturbing the market. Like people are going nuts about ne- it. Like, there's never been this much vegan hate. That's ever. what I'm saying. But it's because like and their like, science is like undeniable. Yes. Like they're literal proofing right there with with like rando people subjects who are vegan and not vegan but also like like i'm over here thinking it was literally like so well put together because it wasn't just from an ethical standpoint it was like zero ethical yeah that's what i'm saying there was no point in time where like it felt like if i was a meat eater i would have felt like i'm defense it was literally just showing me facts like a and b here's a here's b here's a here's b and there were meat eaters and uh, and he he was just like hey i'm gonna eat more plants now didn't say I was gonna eat all the plants. Didn't say I'm gonna go he vegan. Was like, he's like on date night. I'm eating salad. That was funny. Oh yeah, like that. That's funny because that's erection. erection one. Yeah. yeah. But like that's what I'm saying. I'm like, to, like from my standpoint, I was like, wow, this is like a really good one. And literally, people have been like 
changing the way that they're, or they're like seeking out more information. Like, okay, I watched this one. Now I'm ready to watch another one. Now right. I'm ready to watch another one. Like, or now I'm ready to like read up more information on this. Like I'm ready to like learn more research, whatever. But there is literally so many people out there like so angry. The opposition. Yes. That's Being like, this is complete trash, a pile of trash. Like, just, like, giving, literally giving no facts also. Just being, like, completely trying to tear it apart by being, like, this is bullshit. I can't believe that. Blah, blah, blah. But I'm, like, I literally go and, like, look at who it is. And it's, like, someone who, who's, like, directly. Invested. In, yeah, invested in the other side. So, it's, like, yeah, you, you wonder why the <laughs> fucking largest dairy industry, I mean, dairy farmer, just got fucking went bankrupt. Dean's Foods or whatever it's called. Oh, I'll tell you why. Because they literally were not willing to see the other side. They weren't willing to listen to the other side. They weren't willing to look at the facts that literally milk sales are plummeting. Like, get out of the milk industry. It doesn't matter what you are, like, in now. I mean, me You could have changed that whole fucking... But I'm saying, like, like the market. Like, look right. at the market. Yeah. Look where people are heading. Like, you trying to hold on to the last fucking little string by calling people, this is a bullshit documentary, blah, blah. Like, by you doing that, it's like... One, you just look like you're so fucking whack, and you also look like you're really uneducated, and you're not willing to listen to the true facts. And if you want to debate, fine. Say, this is what they said in the movie, but here are also, or this is what they said in the documentary, but here are also other studies that show X, Y, Z. Now let's look at both of these together. Who are they funded by? (laughs) (laughs) That's my instant response. Where did this come from? (laughs) One. That's what you gotta look at. But, um, I'm just like, it's... No, it goes back, that goes back to like, you should... The first thing you have to do when you start a business and the basis of every business is like you got to give a fuck about people. Like you have to provide real value. And you have and that's, to that's be stage able to, one. I was going to say you also have to be able – your your business shouldn't be so invested in – like you have to be able to pivot. But like not, you have to be meant, able like to they're, predict. They're not actually private value. They're hurting people. Like dairy hurts people. Okay, and it's yeah, it's yeah. scientifically proven to hurt people. Like me decide, because like that evidence is like slowly trickering out. Yeah, yeah. Everyone fucking knows that dairy is <laughs> bad for you. Yeah, yeah. Everyone. And it's like, so to be a dairy farmer, you don't care about people at all. And you don't, you know, I mean, you don't care you don't about care anything yeah, yeah, at yeah. all, obviously, but yourself and money. Um, but like, yeah, you should never sell something that you know causes harm. Or that you truly know. Yeah, that you like you don't believe in. Because, like, some part of them knows that that's wrong, which means some part of them people. doesn't believe in it. Yeah. Or doesn't believe in, like, what they're marketing to the, like, masses. That's why they fail. And, like, it's so funny because my mom just sent me this, like, um, commercial that was, like, uh, I think, like, Organic Valley or something is the name of, like, the milk company. And the commercial was literally, like, those steppers. Like, what are those, like, little steppers called? I don't know. Um, whatever you put on your wrist that, like, counts your steps. Oh, yeah. They're putting them on their fucking, like, suppo- this is cattle. me doing quotes, yeah. They're putting them on their cattle to show, look at how many steps our cattle That means get nothing day. because, like, you, you still force trying to, like, them. Like, yeah. you, you, <laughs> no, you still like, milk them. Like, like, how would you like if someone just milked your mom's boobs? Like, oh, I, I know this is for you, little baby, but I'm going to take some of this like, like, and bottle it and sell but it. But I'm just That's like, yo, weird. you're so desperate to, like, prove. That, like, this is right, or, like, yeah, like, your marketing is so desperate that, like, it's just fucking so sad. It's shining through, like, came up with that, like, good job, but your job's gonna die in, like, a decade. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Switch sides quickly. (laughs) Like, and that's the thing, that, like, some people are, like, some, specifically, like, just because we're on the topic of dairy, like, some dairy farmers 
There's just like one is an article I was reading about that like a dairy farmer in California, which I think he might have been like the largest one in California, mm. just like gave all his cows to a sanctuary or whatever, and is now taking all that land that he had the cows on and is like um, growing avocado plants and is going to start cool. like getting into the avocado. Should have kept some of the cows and let them like naturally fertilize and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know what. It, like just free roam and like do the grass, yeah, like bring yeah. it back to life. Yeah, but, that'd be cool. Yeah. But I was just like, yeah, very smart. predicting, like being able to one, predict your customers, predict where the market is going, and then being able to pivot when you need to. Like you should never just have like only one stream of revenue or only one way to make your company work. Like I think that there should be like ways that you can easily pivot to like Anything. give the market what it needs I or what it wants. That also goes with the ego. Like so many people just hold on to dying things because they're like, no, mine has to work. Like, like, yours may not, but mine will. Like that, yeah. or... Yeah. Just fucking people are dumb. Yeah, but... That's Emotions been... don't belong in business, guys. It's just been killing me. Yeah. Emotions do and don't. But yeah, that, that is definitely, like, causing a lot of disruption. So good for them. Yeah. They're doing a good job at, like, getting people more educated, in, but also getting people really worked up and angry on the other side. Like, the, the, which the tipping, means... The tipping any... point's here. That's what yeah. it is. Like, the tipping point's, it's, like, been, like, going, 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 and, like, it's all just going to plummet. Like, the only people who are going to be buying, like, meat and dairy are the people who are probably, like, 40 and above, and then they're all going to fucking die in the next 20 years because all <laughs> they're doing is eating meat and dairy, so it doesn't matter. And then, like, if the world can survive 30 years, like, everything, I would say 90% will be vegan. Yeah, I think it's going to be, yeah, the majority will be, yeah. and the minority will be. And meat. we'll all know who they are, because all of us will be walking around fit and sexy, having lots of sex, and we'll just be, like, <laughs> fat and just slumpy and kind of sad and like hollowed in yeah and they're just going to be walking around and we're going to be like and they're not going to get hired from jobs because their depression levels are going to be so low and then they're all going to die anyway anyway that's my rant rant's over so basically it's going to turn give me 30 years but yeah just just keep the world alive for 30 years because like what's the i just posted this on instagram it's like by 2049 2048 2048 yeah if we like continue on the trajectory of, like, our fishing, which this is what's literally, like, disturbing the entire ecosystem. Yeah, because of the algae. Yeah. It, well, not only that, the, like, the ocean is, From like... the algae. Oh. It's the algae... The algae is 70% of the world's oxygen. Yeah, And we're, okay, and yes, we're yes, killing yes, yes. that. We're killing the algae from our fishing. Yes. Anyway. Wait, I know you just watched... You were just listening to that um, podcast. That's yeah, what we're talking about. Yeah, that, yeah. that On the plane. Farmer, yeah. Shout out to Rich Rolls. <laughs> that was that was like probably the best pot like I don't listen to long podcasts. I'm like more motivational, like fuck you kind of podcast. But like so informational, slow, like steady ones never really hold my attention long. That one was probably the best long one that was fed me information better than ever and actually wasn't about veganism at all. It was about environmentalism, mm-hmm. which is and he Very didn't cool. even want to use like, the word plant-based. Like, what is yeah, he? Yeah. He used plant-heavy diet. Plant, plant-heavy diet. Yeah, it's really funny. Plant-rich diet. Oh, plant-rich diet. Plant-rich diet. But, but yeah, he was like... But he even, he even said, like, farms need animals. Like, not to slaughter or take it. Like, they need natural animals to come in and, like, be a part of your farm. Yeah. But um, that was the best... That was probably the best informational one I've ever heard. And I've been listening to podcasts for four or five years now. <laughs> no, yeah, that like, was a very heavy heavily listened to podcasts for five years that was a very good one he did a good job also the opening guy was thank like you fire yeah yeah he was cool so too. good i'm probably gonna pl- i might actually put him on my instagram as a plug 
I never really plug people. But like that one, the dot, the dot was such a good one. Oh, that's the that, one I posted the... online the other oh, did you? day. Yeah, 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 I posted yeah. when I first heard it. I was like, well, what? I'm not going to lie. I almost plug. never see your stuff on Instagram. What the fuck? We never interact with each other. I literally send you stuff all day, every day. And I know, but like and your we also story basically doesn't ever pop up in my Instagram, so. I know, we DM each other all the time. Yeah, so it's why very not? odd. I, you pop up on mine? No, no, it's weird. Ooh, you got too many bitches. Apparently, I interact with too many more people than I interact with you. Death stare. <laughs> Death stare while she laughs. Anyway, but yeah, that was a really good one. So, spoken word in Q. Like, I-N-Q. That was actually Go really check good him out, guys. The, the one I like is called The Dot. The Dot, yeah. It was, really, so it was just so good. good about, like, just the world. I'll, actually, a lot of Community. kids are very good. Yeah, they were all really good. That I, one was really okay, good. Okay, I just gotta say this real quick. The Dot is the one I showed you while I know, you were driving. Car. Yes, wait I, I think you just heard it. No, I didn't just hear it, but I heard it again <laughs> on the plane. Well, you know when you hear something multiple times? Yeah, yeah, like, it sticks oh, in more. Like, oh, shoot. It was just really, it was really good. And it's funny because I remember you being like, I had to go look him up because he didn't talk about him in the podcast. Like, didn't name him. He yeah. does name him. He does. Oh, I it's obviously on, it's missed on the it. screen. No, oh. it's on the screen. It says, like, Ritual Podcast with XYZ and NQ. Oh, but, like, if I you totally didn't know it's NQ, it. Yeah, yeah. it just looks like in question. Or, like, it looks like funny. Yeah. Sure I guess I didn't realize. Ooh. In question. Yeah. That's probably funny. Anyway, we're getting way off topic. As always. I know. But sorry. Is, that was a good. Tangent. One. Really long tangent. Guys, save the world. FYI. I just. Would like it to last. That's all. Do you think it's more important to control your thoughts or your emotions? Oh, thoughts. Thoughts dictate emotion. Your thoughts dictate your emotion? Yes. O- over time, your thoughts will dictate your emotion. I feel like your emotions dictate your thoughts. No, I think weak people are like that. I think most people are like that. Yes, I think most, most people, people are weak. Okay, well, regardless. Yeah, so most <laughs> people are always just responding to their emotions. Mm-hmm. They don't actually control their emotions. Their emotions are controlled by their outside environment? Their emotions, yes. Their emotions control them. Yeah, yeah. Right. And they're normally stimulated by external things. How do you control your emotions, though? By controlling your thoughts. So, back when I first learned how to like shift my whole entire thoughts, my thoughts are what came last. I mean, yes. So... I just confused myself for 10 seconds. (laughs) So to control my thoughts, my thoughts are actually at the bottom of the list. But the first thing I had to do was like, was control my speech. That was the number one thing. Like where I I originally started was never say anything that was against anything I didn't want. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like that was my number one. Like Like speaking negatively or speaking like against your, yeah. Like anything negative, any type of swearing, like anything bad to say about anyone, anything bad to say of like... I was really focused on getting out. Mm-hmm. Like, all of that stopped with my speech first. And then, also, like, mannerisms are a part of that, too. Because, like, you can physically respond to things even though your words are yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. Because but, that's your emotion. But that was first. <laughs> and then, slowly over time, my thoughts dissipated because I stopped, I stopped feeding them. Like, yes, your words yes, feed yes. your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then your thoughts feed your emotions. I don't know. Yeah, I because like, like what, if you're not thinking bad shit, you don't feel bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no, personally, that's, that is, that's just, that, that, that's that, just that it actually, for me. Yeah, that actually like, is And the opposite true. happens. When I fucking, when I'm negative and I bitch, if, I, if I'm if i like, yeah, if I like bicker and bitch, then I'm miserable internally. But my thoughts are also more negative. Like I don't enjoy things as much. Yeah, I barely and also enjoy like, things as it is. And, <laughs> and also like a shit happens to you that you're like, yeah, yeah and bad shit happens, yeah. right. Yeah. Because that is so true. You are definitely very that's like. because your emotions attract Everything. Uh, that's in your what life. I was gonna say. Yeah. And I'm very strong. Like I, 
You have a strong energy. Willfully power, like, yeah. No, yeah, you have a very strong energy, because you're the most, like, freaking negative. When you're a negative Nance. The whole world. The whole world gets darker, and everyone around me can see it. And also, it's just, like, everything that could go wrong goes wrong. And it's, like, sometimes I just want to laugh, because I'm, like, you're really doing... Imagine if I could ever be happy, though. Imagine if I ever actually, like, could, like, be, like, so up. You should do Normally, I can be focused and create things. Yeah, yeah, But I've never been, like, like, lit Like, a light, Yeah. I'm not like, imagine that though. You're just like a dim. Cool. You're like on dim setting. You're either dark or dim. Yeah, I'm dark. And, I'm dim and dimmer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is true. I feel like I'm the same way, but I feel like usually I'm pretty high. Yeah, you're the opposite of me. You're always like on. Which is why I'm like, and when, oh, you're, good when you're down, it's really hard because like I'm always down. <laughs> So it's like... <laughs> it's like I have to have the responsibility of always being the our, light. Our natural states are very good for each other. <laughs> yeah. If we're both down, we're just like, fuck you. Yeah. But anyway. Um, but yeah, so... So, speech, thoughts, emotions, and then manifestation, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's also how you manifest things. Yeah. I feel like being able to get control of your emotions will allow you to get control of your thoughts. Yeah. It's like... Because I, think... I do feel like emotion... At first, emotion does come first. Like, in my, in my opinion. An untrained in my brain, opinion, yeah. emotions come first. That's what I'm saying. So first right. you need to, like, well, get like control flight, or, recognize, or recognize your emotions. Right. Yeah, like, why, you're, why you reacted this way, why you feel that way. Oh, well, most people don't like to, like, sit and actually think about things that bother them. Well, that's what I'm saying. Because I feel like once you can do that, then yes. Like you were just saying, if you're thinking negatively, but you're, like, saying the opposite. Or if you're saying something, but your body language like, is saying the brain. opposite. Exactly. I've talked about this in our other podcast yeah, before. Yeah, like, yeah. that's... That's what I've always done to, like, realign myself, is I literally trick my brain into thinking something else, which will trick my emotions, which will trick, will, will, tr- will trick, trick what I attract. <laughs> Fuck. Trick, 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 trick. No, Holland's over. <laughs> but you agree? Thoughts? Well, what, what would have been your response if I didn't say that? No, I'm, I, I'm actually the opposite of you, because I think that, like, I think we have to get control of our emotions, so ultimately I do think that our emotions come first. But how do you control your emotions? Huh? So that was my formula to control emotions. How do you control emotions? No, that is how I control emotions. Well, I feel like actually the way I control emotions is recognizing why why I emotionally feel that way, but I feel like but I'm isn't very that thought process? I feel like I'm very in tune with myself. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like so thoughts first. No, emotion come the emotion comes. And then I think about why am I feeling this way? Uh, what? Re- why did I react this way? Why is this making me feel this way? So I still think that, and I then, still think that makes thoughts more important. Well, I wasn't really asking like what's. Yeah, I was asking what's. Yeah, you were. Ha! Ah, won. Got me. <laughs> you're right. So anyway, you're right, I think right, right. emotion is the most powerful source. Yeah, yeah. But thoughts are the most important thing to focus on to channel the emotion. The properly. emotion. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm there with you. I think that's what you're saying. I think you're saying emotions are very important. Well, I'm saying that, yeah, emotions do dictate yes. our thoughts. Right. But what's more important, you're right, that was the question I asked. What's more important is definitely your thoughts because... And your thoughts will then dictate your emotions. Exactly. Yeah. Your thoughts time. have to... Over time, people. Your thoughts have to understand your emotions. Right. It's just like fitness. It's like working out. Like, it takes time. It takes so much time to build up, and it takes... A tenth of the time to fall down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And people don't understand that. And that's why, like, when you fall, it's so hard to get back up. It's, it is really hard. It's, but it's getting back into what you know you need it to do. It comes back faster. It's, well, it's, yes, that, it's like, yeah, it's muscle memory, basically, right. for your brain. Yeah. But, like, it's, it's definitely just, get, huh? It's called myelin. Myelin? Myelin. It's like, it's the electrical patterns in anything that you do. Oh, uh, uh. Anyway. 
So your myelin's still strong, even though like your discipline fell, yeah. the myelin to do it is still there. So once you start applying it again, it doesn't, it takes like probably a hundredth of the time. Yeah. Like if you spent three years doing it and then you fall and you're down for three months, it'll probably yeah, only yeah. take you three weeks to get back up. Like, yeah. Just I was going to say, at first idea. you have to like go through the motions of like forcing yourself to basically like do those things, yeah. but then eventually, yeah, it will come back to like your Commitment, natural habit. Discipline. Your, your, exactly. Willpower. Don't be a bitch. Which is hard. It's a very hard. Mm. Even like, for me. Uh, even like us right now. Yeah. Like we went away <clears throat> to Atlanta, Opal Free, like we talked about our last podcast. Did, haven't, we haven't really done that in a long time. Literally just binge watch Netflix. And now we're freaking stuck on a damn Netflix Thumbs kick. over. I know. But it's like, well, also, that was like, like a negative. That usually happens like when sh- we're not busy. That was like a shit thing that like, like we let really, ourselves like Yeah, but we're also going to be, it's habit, it's habitual. But I'm also like, when we're not busy... Like, we allow... When we're not, like, force busy, we allow ourselves to shut down. But I think because we're always super on. And then... But that ultimately hurts us long term. I was going to say, yeah. Because we do always need to be on. <laughs> like, there are always things that we can be doing. You just got to be like... Sometimes you just got to tell yourself, like, don't be a bitch, Shane. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it's like something... Like, all we need to do is stop watching Netflix. And then... <laughs> right. And then it's going to suck, like, those first <clears throat> couple nights or whatever. But then we're going to get back into the habit of, like, actually getting our shit done at night. Yep. And not doing a podcast on Monday day. I mean, whatever. And I wasn't in the mood last night. I was fucking tired. I know. I wasn't traveling. in the mood either, but... But when you're I not in the like mood, you're going to produce bad stuff. True, true, It's true. like posting on Instagram. I mean, like, we're committed to the podcast, so it's different, but, like... Like, if I'm not in the fucking mood, I don't post. Like, that's easy. Yeah. Which is me all the time. <laughs> well, you needed to create the habit of posting. That's I, why. I know, I know. I haven't even... I, I actually like being on social media. What is the difference <laughs> between listening and hearing? Super easy. Tell me something. Tell me something that you care about. I love Opal Grace. Oh, that's easy for me to hear because I love <laughs> the difference. Small between... seed bar <laughs> needs to be successful because small seed bar is what will. I'm already invested make in that. Our... Anyway, <laughs> make the difference budget. between listening and hearing. Okay, ready? You're <clears throat> no, we're done. Color gray. Great, thank you, thank you so much <laughs> for absolutely nothing. The difference. Between... Okay, I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you something. I'm feeling really. Uh, She's making shit up now. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm just gonna explain listening and hearing. All right. So the difference between listening and hearing when you when you listen to something, y- you don't you're not actually invested in what they're saying, and you don't genuinely care about it, so it doesn't actually resonate and affect you internally. Hearing is when you care about a subject, and you embody it, and then you produce it. That's the difference between listening and hearing. And you don't actually have to care about something to actually care about it. To hear it. So, like, people usually say, like, I'm really good at listening to them. But I'm not. I'm really good at hearing them. Because I, like, look... I kind of, like, look past what they're talking about. The subject that they're talking about doesn't matter. Like, I see the passion in what you're talking about it, which then I'm like, Their body oh, language. Right. How, what what like, they're enunciating. Yes. And, like, or, like, how fast they start to talk. Um, and then because they're so passionate, I know it's important to them. So I hear the information that they're saying so I can talk back about it and I don't actually care about the information, but that's the difference between listening and hearing. Yeah. I feel like oftentimes too many people are just like listening. Right. They're like in a conversation and they're listening, which is why like this happens all the time with names. Yes. Like people you give you their names. names. Yes. Because they're Instantly. insignificant at or that Or because you're, yeah, because you're listening and you're not hearing, you're not like invested right. in it. Right. You don't yeah, find value you're not in a person. In it. It's usually, I think that's really what it comes down to. And like, and this is why it's really good to perfect speaking to people. Like there's social cues, there's like facial things you can make, there's voice, there's like light touches. There's so many things that make you an effective speaker. Mm-hmm. 
to make people listen to you and hear you. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> but eye contact, light touches, those are two of the things that like are yeah, really I can, important. Like, like voice Asking tone, general, elongating words, using words that would cause people to think differently. Exactly. That they and wouldn't expect. being able to have an actual conversation because that's also the difference between listening yes. and hearing yeah. is having a genuine conversation about the original topic that they're I, talking about. Not like them talking about something and you just change the topic to talk about I, yourself or you only heard one word of theirs and then you take back. that and yeah. Right. I and think it wasn't also, really what they were talking about. I think about. also like a lot of people can't really teach us and it's really hard but like learning how to radiate your energy makes you an effective speaker because then your presence is more known. Like that gives you like an a frequency aspect that not like people feel it even though they don't see it. But that's really oh yeah, hard to well teach. that's also learning to know yourself or getting to know yeah. yourself or being able to yeah be in tune with yourself because if you're in <coughs> tune with yourself, you can you feel your Everyone own is. energy, is, you feel other people's energy, and you know how to control your energy. Right. This is this is a really good example. Every time you're mad, usually I bet ninety five percent of people every time you're mad. The person you want to know that you're mad at, you make it known to them by doing nothing. How do you do that? Exactly. Now take that shit, like, like process it, go through it, and reverse it, and do the opposite and make people happy. Do the opposite for the things that you want, right. and you will get what you want. Yes. That's pretty, it's like, that's a good, that's a good way. Like, everyone does it, just people usually do it to, what, like, their most powerful Or they do it to their closest or they do it to, like, the closest people. They don't know how to use that energy the opposite way. Yeah, exactly. All right, so that's the difference between listening and hearing. Like, passing through your ears and, like, being able to, like... It's like the difference of skim reading and reading. Like, you'll maybe get the gist and the outline, and you could possibly get a CE on a test. <laughs> or you could actually read the book and write an essay on it. Like, it's, the, it it's the difference. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do think that, like... It's kind of what we were talking about earlier, like, about, like, the... Um, Having, like, being able to have discussions or being able to hear, like, the other side of a topic right. is, like, if you're not willing to hear the other side or you're, you're just, like, listening to them, you're like, yeah, 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 I get what you're saying, but right. blah, 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 instead of actually being able to, like, genuinely take in to what they're saying and be like, yes, I hear you, and, like, this is the point you've made, and then you can come, then you can come up with a, like, a well-developed response to them. Yes. Hearing is also a skill. I don't think people think about like, you should practice that shit with everyone. I was going to say, I don't think enough people practice it. Right. Like, I feel like our society has told us, like, you're the most important, like, you're the center of the universe, yes. every single person. It, so you, sh everyone should hear you and know, like, you should not have to hear anyone else type of thing. Yeah. Sorry, if what were you going to say? I forget now. But basically, if people, like, if people find you valuable, you are valuable. Like, I take the time to listen to everyone that tries to talk to me. And I actually hear them. Like, I, I actually can hold, like, whatever they're saying, even if it's very brief, unless I don't want to fucking do it, and then I'm kind of a dick and people know it, but... <laughs> Energy, again. <laughs> but, it's, but it's practice, yeah. Like, you know instantly when I don't want to talk to you, and if you don't know, there's something fucking wrong with you. Actually, a lot of people don't know. No, I mean, people know. But that's because I'm trying... No, I don't want to be mean in person. I'm just like, uh... But you can tell when I'm not bested. Anyway. Those people are just so self-obsessed, like, you have no idea. But also, you and I are really good at faking seeming very genuine. Well, I am very genuine. I know. I'm, I fake it, but I, the, I get the same... I get the same... I think outcome. you are... Yeah. Cause, well, I think that, like, ultimately you are genuine, but, like, what the way that you process it is different. 
Right. Because you're still you're still genuinely invested in this conversation or invested in like whatever they're saying. I know it's because, valuable. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. You use it for a different reason. Mm-hmm. Like I may just use it for like the like intimate connection, and you may use it for like oh, in the future, I can like link this back to yes. this. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, I don't care about. But people. ultimately, it is. I do ultimately think it's a genuine connection. <clears throat> it's weird. It's a weird thing to like to feel. Externally, though, everyone thinks it's genuine. So. And the process, I genuinely want to do the process. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, like, at the end of the day, it is genuine, but the reason that you're genuinely interacting with someone may be different than me. Correct. What do you think is the biggest hurdle for people not wanting to change? Mm, there's too there's too many. I think Like, what holds people back? There's so many things, though. Like, it, it could be... That, that's a that's like a such loaded a, question. Yeah, there's because it really depends on the person. This is like, and this is why like program things don't really work. It's like every person is such an individual. Could be your like it's usually your thoughts about yourself. Ultimately, it's like how you see yourself. That's your identity. But that that's stems from like different external sources that could be impossible to pinpoint unless you are that one person and you get to know them on such like a deep intimate, intimate level yeah. that you can help pull it out from them. Without actually saying it, because if you say it, they're never going to fucking believe you. Yeah. Like, you got to get them to come you to the realization, the but you know so what it is it. when you listen to them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. That's what I was going to say. I think ultimately, it, like, comes down to, like, the way you view yourself. Right. But it's or your self-esteem. It's like the same people. Yeah, like, your identity. Exactly. Like, the people who, like, they're like, uh, so, like, Tony Robbins talks about this a lot, even though I don't really listen to him anymore, but he was like, when people are like, I'm going to make six figures, and then they can literally never break past, like, that point ever in their life because, like, they truly just believe, Hold like, they're only six-figure six people. Yeah. Like, they can never break it. And then if they get, like, slightly above it, something that's, like, not in their control, something, quote-unquote, not in their control, happens and they lose some of that money. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, man, I, I just had it. I was just over six figures, but now I'm back in there. <laughs> like, because their identity is, so, like, money's an easy thing, like, people always use, but, like, it's true about anything. Like, some people's core value is, like, my mother, this is great. My mother's core value is, like, I'm going to take care of everything I have to and nothing more. Mm-hmm. And at any moment when she has anything more, bad fucking shit happens to her all the time. Because her core value is just, like, just, like... Coasting out, like, what she needs to take care yeah, of. Yeah, basically like, living by the hair. Yeah. Is, like, her core value. And, like, lots of people have them, you know? I think, and it's really hard to break out of it. Even me, myself, it's, like, so hard to... It's the reason I work so hard to become va- become valuable is because I just feel like I'm not. However, like I'm so identity. motherfucking stubborn that I refuse <laughs> to not have value. So it's like, for me, it's like it's very useful, but I think most of the time it hurts people. But it probably still hurts me sometimes. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, it may hurt you, but it's also what drives you. So, like, for you it works, and for some people that might work, but for others, yeah, that would just, like, just need, destroy yeah. them. It's your identity, I guess. Yeah. You gotta fi- and, like, you got to sit down and, like, Figure out why you feel that way and if it's actually yours. And I bet you most of the time it's not yours, especially if it's limiting you. It's what someone And then you gotta fucking let that shit go. Yeah. And then, and you might even have to let that person go to let it go. And then once your identity is like reformed and you're secure, you can bring them back in your life. That's okay. But I think that's really what it is. I think that'd be my best. Most of it's like an influence over other people. Like, whether it's your parents or it was a relationship one time. I think a lot of people, a it lot of people are parents, but a lot some, of people are like a relationship. I was going like to say, it could also be, feel so degraded. Yeah. I was going to say, it could literally also be like someone who like you really valued yeah. and then like some, like something they said, like, I don't know, like a mentor, right, yeah. so that someone that you thought was a mentor to you and then they told you something 
one time. Well, yeah, one time, and, like, you were like, well, I looked up to this person, they know me, and, like, this is now what they think I am. I'm only a six-figure person, this is all I can make. Yeah. Or whatever. I'm worth X, Y, Z or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it's definitely, I agree with you. I think, like, the biggest hurdle for people to change is themselves. It's their identity. Yeah. Or, like, yeah, like, if you're, like, a troubled teenager, and then, like, like, then, like, let's say your parents are like, you're just a druggie, because, like, you do something that hurts them, and then literally that's your identity your whole entire life. Yeah. Like Instead of realizing you're, like you're just a druggie, and then you never, like, can escape it. Can become. That's why I don't actually believe in programs, because they, they, like, make you identify as, like, I'm an alcoholic. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. like, you stupid motherfuckers, like, the only thing that does is make you reliable on their programming. I'm like, you're not an alcoholic. I think they like, want you to clear. do that to be part They want you to of, admit like, it, to be, but, like, but you have Well, to also, stay. I think that they use that to be part of, like, a group of people who, like, are all going through the same things. I, yes, but no, because, like, you're literally acknowledging that that's your identity. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're, no, you're I, saying I'm forever weak towards alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Which is fucked up. Yeah, and they do make it, like, a revolving around that, like, like you're It never changes. Week, like, you can never not be an alcoholic. Yeah. It's weird. Like, I was an alcoholic. Right. Like, yeah. How, why can't you be something else now? Why can't, why can't you, you be an be artist? Like, like, why can't, yeah, why aren't you just normal now? Yeah. Quote, unquote, like, I'm just, normal. No, I'm just whatever I, like, am yeah. passionate about. Now I just, I do, now or, I just live life. Yeah. Or, like, how about, like, I don't know. Like, now I'm free. Free's a good one. Free's, like, free of everything. I'm a free person now. Yeah. Like, get on stage and just say that. Next person who goes to an AA meeting <laughs> listen to this, just get on stage. I'm a free person now. I'm not identifying myself as something I'm not. And just cause no crazy disruption and get kicked out. <laughs> Start a new group. Critical. <laughs> yeah, write to me and tell me about it. <laughs> tell me how you hate me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, all right. I'm so happy that you I should... came back and got this done. I know. Thank you for tonight. coming back. Yeah.